What's up, Real Buzzers? Before we start today's show, please go on Facebook and follow us at Real Buzz Takes. Then head to Instagram, follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Then head to Twitter and follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Um, also, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review. It really does help the podcast out a lot. Also, feel free to send us an email at any time at realbuzztakes at gmail.com. And if you go to anchor.fm backslash realbuzztakes, you can also leave us a voice message, which we will certainly play live in a future episode. All right, let's start the show. That's it then. Cancel the kitchen scraps for all the lepers and the orphans. No more merciful beheadings. And call off Christmas! And run the theme. If you want a movie review, look no further than these dudes. You got real buzz route on the mice. You got cannabis keen and he's alright. Caitlin is giving out she can give and Calvin doesn't even know where he is. This is real buzz tea. Welcome to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. I am Real Buzz Rob. You have to use so many cuss words. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and uh, next to me, we have Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Cannibal, a.k.a. Cannabis Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Barbarian, Keenan Robertson. Don't forget, you're shoving a pineapple up Hitler's ass at 4 p.m. Little Nicky, huh? And we have uh, two very special guests in studio today. Uh, we have the former CEO of Mammoth Media, um, executive producer on Lotawana, the film, Christopher Hawkins. Say hello, Christopher. Hola. Making his return Hola. from Suicide Squad. Yep. Recurring Welcome guest. Welcome back. Welcome back. And his lovely fiance is also in studio, Dr. Emily Stanley. Let's hear it for Dr. Emily Stanley. New guests get my actual applause. <laughs> you know, returning guests, you just get the board replies, but new guests. Yeah. And uh, the movie we're doing today is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Release date was June 14th, 1991. Director Kevin Reynolds. Uh, this is not the first time uh, Kevin Reynolds has collabed with um, Kevin Costner. Both Kevins. Just realized that. Um, they uh, did also... Um, Waterworld, and there was other another movie they did. They, they, they did at least three films together, and they're on record saying they hate each other. So I, I don't know. Waterworld, it was like the Postman or something. I'm oh, it was the Postman. It was the Postman. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it was the Postman in uh, in the Waterworld. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, and before this, this I think so. We did his directing history on the Waterworld episode. So I'll go with uh, his writing. He wrote both adaptations of Red Dawn, the one in the 80s and the newer one. He wrote both. I don't know why you do that. Like, why would? Do you think he just dusted off like the, the Word document that he had for the first one and just like changed it from The first one the... came out in like 83, so he didn't have a Word doc for that one. I haven't seen the first one, but the new one was not. It was very forgettable. The first one uh, is a pretty well-renowned film. Um, what's her face from? Uh, Jennifer Grey or something? Not Jennifer Grey. It's the lady who plays Marty McFly's mom. Leah Thompson? Oh, yeah. Well, Jennifer Gray's in it, too. The chick from Dirty Dancing is in it, too. Oh, is she? Okay. Yeah. All, the, all the 80s kids were in it. Yeah, Patrick Swayze. And Martin. you're going to want to bring that mic a little closer to your face. Martin Sheen. Or no, Charlie Sheen. Char Charles Sheen was in there. Charles yes. Sheen. Yeah. Yes. Brothers with Emilio Estevez. Emilio! Em uh, Coach Bombay? Yeah. Bombay Sapphire Gin. Let's Quack. keep going, man. Quack. Quack. This Qu year, the team to beat, 
Iceland. <laughs> Those Icelandic men were very fucking, in, they were intimidating. How, how come nobody's done? And I was like, Emilio. Was, Is this? That was Will Ferrell. Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that. That that's actually a movie for this podcast too, probably. Great movie. Oh, I think I, I remember I'd, I'd that. Absolutely do that. Is the club where they switched it from the inside to the outside or whatever? It's like inside the club looks like the streets, oh, yeah. and outside the club <laughs> looks like the club. Yeah. Anyway. Night of the Roxbury. Yeah. Fine moment. Yeah. That yeah, funny name. Yeah. Uh, okay. So moving on. Uh, cast. Uh, we've got Kevin Costner as Robin of Loxley, Morgan Freeman as Azim. Christian Slater as Will Scarlet O'Hara and uh, Mary Elizabeth Mastratonio. Her, her name has 11 syllables. Master Toronto. Master of Toronto. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, as Marion. Honorable mentioned Alan Rickman. I did this wrong. I did the research before the movie. I didn't realize Alan Rickman had a much more prominent role than Christian Slater. Main bad guy, yeah, man. No honorable <laughs> mention to Rickman. He was main character. Yeah. yeah, definitely a main character. That was I, that was my bad. I told Robbie to do some research and change it up before we started this, but I do have his I do have his IMDb picked up, so we can do Rickman. We'll I don't know his net worth it. though. I'll have to look that up too. His uh, estates net worth. Oh yeah, rest in rest peace, in peace Mr. Yeah. Rickman. Snape. Snape. Harry Potter. So known for all of the Harry Potter films. Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry yeah. Potter. Professor Severus Snape. He gave off some Severus Snape vibes in this movie. Yeah, I, I totally yeah. feel like he went back to this character for Snape. I would yeah. say he gave off some Severus rape vibes. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that's dynamite. <laughs> Woo! Not for the rape. Yeah. Not for the rape. No, no, no. We're, 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 yeah, we're, we're very, very anti-rape. Very anti-rape. Don't, don't rape. Raping is bad. Don't rape. Uh, Kevin Costner. Real best life takes. Uh, so we'll go with Kevin Carson. We'll start with him. Uh, so we did his, obviously, his um, filmography in a different pod. So I'm going to go with a couple of fun facts, some trademarks. Uh, apparently, he frequently, appear, frequently appears in Westerns. I only know of um, Wyatt Earp. No, he's... Uh, Tomb no, he was Wyatt Earp. Tombstone was... Um, Tombstone. He's done, he did a movie with Robert Duvall. A, a, like home on the range. It wasn't home on the range, but oh, it's like yeah. open range. Open or range. Some shit open like range. That. Yeah. That's right. And um, Kurt Russell was uh, the other Wyatt Earp movie. Yeah, I think Tombstone. Uh, Tombstone. Yeah. yeah. The superior Wyatt Earp movie. Uh, far superior. Yeah. It, Costner's Earp movie's just too long. And it, 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 it. One's got Val Kilmer and one doesn't. Dude, Val Kilmer steals that film. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be your Huckleberry. I'll be your Huckleberry. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, frequently in sports movies involving baseball. That's true. Yep. The Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams, Bull Durham. Uh fuck. No, never mind. He was the he was uh in the NFL. What's that fucking movie about Draft Day? Draft Day. It's called Draft Day. Dude, I watched it yesterday. Horrendous. It's terrible. I didn't make it all the way the through that. The trades they make in that are you kidding me? No, it's it's a movie for people that don't like football. If you know anything about football and how draft works and trades work, don't watch that movie. It's right. really bad. Yeah. As you said, he's in baseball movies, so maybe he just doesn't know. <laughs> Fuck the football movies. Uh, he did not appear as the lead in Air Force One because he wanted to make the postman. Bad career decision. Love Harrison Ford. Yeah, no second, fuck. Second best U.S. president in a movie ever. Who's the first? Bill Pullman. Yeah, Independence okay. Day. Oh, 100%. Yeah, Emily, that's 100% true. But Great. the whole get off my plane, I don't see Kevin get Costner doing that plane. like Harrison Ford did. I don't know. I... I I want to do no, Air Force Harrison One. Ford. We should do that. Harrison, on this the, Harrison Ford is, is he's good for that. He is the captain. He's yeah. good for that. He's the captain. I, now. I feel like he would have been a little too young to play the president at that point. He's. I feel like Costner. He, he and Harrison Cost Ford are about the same age. They are. I think. Oh, 
Harrison, uh, Harrison uh, might be a little Harrison older. Harrison Ford was doing shit in the 70s. Costner definitely wasn't right, doing shit Harrison in the 70s. Harrison might be a little older. Costner came up in the 80s, right? Oh, yeah. Well, so, I don't know. As we talked about, Costner's got the good raspy voice going on. He's got the voice, but... Um, I'm going to settle this right now. We better. have the miracle of the internet. Hold on. About which one's dreamier? Oh, Can well, we guess their age before you, before you actually yeah, go get ahead, it? Yeah, go ahead and guess ages. I'm going to guess that Kevin Costner is 59 right now. That's, and that's Harrison wrong. Ford is 69, baby. <laughs> hey! Hey-o! I'm doing whoop, whoop. Um, 67 for Costner and 73 for... Uh, Ford. That's probably a better guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm thinking I was gonna go 67 for Costner as well. And nah, no, no way. He's almost 70. Uh, Costner is 65, Ooh, and 65. and Harrison Ford is 77. Yeah. Damn. He's 77. He's, He's almost aged. Like making another line. Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Holy hell. I don't know if that's gonna be good. It's gonna be called Indiana Bones. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> my <laughs> God! Puff is on fire. The fourth Indiana Jones was no good either way. So no. Why we have hope for the fifth one, right? So, hot take: I enjoyed the fourth one. You, it's because you're you a little like Shia LaDouche. I do love Shia LaBeouf and Kate Blanchett. I love Shia. LaBeouf. I love Kate. Kate Blanchett too is fantastic. I have such a crush on Kate Blanchett. Like, she's weirdly. Yeah, no, she's a babe. <clears throat> uh, Benjamin Button. She's real hot in that. That movie sounds shitty. I've never seen it. I saw it in theaters. It's the only time I saw it. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so uh, another fun fact: the Sioux Nation gave Costner attractive land after uh, he made Dances with Wolves. That's another western. That's not a western. That's, well, that's it's fucking in the Civil West. War movie. It's in the West. Uh, not Civil War. Fall into it's, the same. Yeah. Wait, what did realm. they give him? Westerns they take place him, after the Civil War, typically. So I'm going to say it's. Okay. They gave him a large tract of land. Uh, I heard attractive land. Oh well, the land could have been attractive. I don't know. I didn't see it. Apparently, it was because he turned it into a golf course. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck, man, really? He went full white man on the natives. Yeah, no shit. God damn, Costner. Costner, here is our native land. We give you this. This is gift to you. Why am I doing that? That's racist. Stop it. And he's like, all right, golf course. You know it'd be good some condos on this bitch. Yeah. That's basically the plot of Yellowstone. Oh, okay. It is the plot of Yellowstone. That's basically the plot of Yellowstone. This burial ground, this looks like the ninth fairway. Fuck it. We're right. going to have some hazards. Morgan Freeman. Uh, before this, he was known for two movies that I was familiar with, Glory and Driving Miss Daisy. After this... You're driving me crazy. <laughs> Let it go. The whole, the whole thing. Uh, after this, he's had a legendary career, obviously. He's um, Unforgiven, one of my favorite Western of all time. Shawshank Redemption, Seven, Bruce Almighty, Invictus, uh, the whole Has Fallen franchise, not his best work. He was Lucius Fox in uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman franchise, or his trilogy, rather. And uh, The Big Bounce, underrated movie. It's not good, but I really enjoy it. What about Gone Baby Gone? It's I'm not done yet. All right. Jesus. What about March of the Penguins? Jesus. Mar- oh, <laughs> dude, no, I should have had that in there. Should have had that. I kind of do in a way. Uh, so I, I will say Gone Baby Gone. Um, and having the greatest narration voice known to man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. and he was God. Like, in yeah. uh, Bruce Almighty, I could, if I die and Morgan Freeman's God, I'll be happy. I'll be cool yeah. with that. Is I'll be he, like, that well, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because you'd be in heaven. So yeah, well, good. yeah. Is he not, not the person, there. if you had to pick anyone on the face of the planet to narrate your life? Oh, yeah. is, It would be Morgan Freeman, right? He'd make my boring shit sound interesting. <laughs> he should. Or more got he, up off the couch today, believe it or not. He makes Visa commercials sound interesting. Morgan I don't know if he's still doing that. Freeman. Uh, that was bad. 
impression, Morgan Freeman. And he gets a freckle every time he narrates or explains yeah. the situation. Did so. he do Planet Earth? Or I know Oprah did one season of Planet Earth. No, uh, Sigourney Weaver actually Oh, did Weaver. It. That's yeah. right. It was Weaver and Oprah. Which, he should have done Planet Earth. Actually, the freckles were kind of funny because he had, in this, they had like he had the dots all on his face. Yeah, those, those were painted those on. Were those painted were on. not real dots. Those, those were, were painted dots. dots. So when they were calling him the painted man, was it anything to do with the dots on his face? No, no, it was because he's right. black, yeah. Keenan. Right. And that's actually one of my favorite parts of the movie towards the end when they wrap him in the gauze and call him a leper. Yeah. Because oh, that's good. clearly you're You dropped your England. finger over there. <laughs> what, what, is the, what does the kid say? Did God paint you? No, I'm just black. No, I'm just black. I just I came this color. Yeah. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. Mastrantonio. Master of Toronto. Master, Mary Elizabeth Master of Toronto. Uh, before this... I did not realize she's Gina in Scarface. You want to oh. fuck me, Tony? You want to fuck me, Tony? She's uh, Tony's sister. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, but she's in a bunch of great movies. The Color of Money, which is a sequel to The Hustler, Paul Newman. Uh, the sequel has Paul Newman, Tom Cruise, and she's a love interest to Tom Cruise in The Color of Money. Great movie. The Abyss. The Abyss. Oh, great that's movie. a great Ed movie. Ed Harris. Ed Harris yeah, film. Calvin's James Cameron, I think, too. That looks like fucking Calvin driving it too, doesn't it? <laughs> that looks like a guy with a hoodie or a beanie driving it, and that would be fucking Calvin, dude. His bold fucking ass would drive right by my house where I can see him doing it. I'm 90% sure. I knew that was his pontoon. Dude, that was a guy in a tank top and a fucking beanie. Go back and look at fucking yeah. Instagram, and we have pictures of Calvin wearing that. A tank top, a beanie, and sunglasses. That would yeah. be Calvin that driving was that Calvin's boat. boat. That motherfucker, dude. Uh, after this. Um, Mary Elizabeth, Master of Toronto, is known for The Perfect Storm. She's the... Yeah, I've already the, told you on a podcast I haven't seen that yeah, movie. That you haven't seen movie. The Perfect Storm? No, you did the it same is, thing the last time. It's an okay movie. I love that movie. It is an okay movie. That's George a, Clooney versus a wave. I don't give a shit. It, it, that's pretty much... And Mark Wahlberg. Mocky Mock. Don't forget John yes. C. Riley. Spoiler, spoiler alert, the storm wins. They do. Yeah, uh, it does. I saw Event Horizon or whatever the fuck with Marky Mark. That's where a good. He jumps off of the Event Horizon oil rig. is not. What's the oil rig one? No, you're think. I, yeah, yeah. It's not the Event Horizon is uh, a picture with um, Morpheus and the guy from Jurassic Park, <laughs> Sam Neil, Samuel L. Jackson. Sa no, Sam Neil, Jeff Goldblum. No, <laughs> <laughs> Sam Neil. <I> know. <laughs> Sam Neil and uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Who in his early career went by Larry Fishburne? Ooh. Interesting oh, fact. Is way better. His daughter's oh, yeah. born, I think. <laughs> yes, she is, and he's uh, publicly disowned her for it. I, yep. But no judgment Saw here. Saw that in the news. I haven't seen the porn. Saw the news article about it though. Yeah. Um, Apocalypse Now. He went by Larry Fishburne. Great fucking. Movie. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Yeah. Yeah, he's very young. Very young in that movie. Still got the gap in the teeth, like I do though. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, Christian Slater. Before this, uh, again, this was early in his career. Young Guns 2 was the only thing I recognized. After this, he's, I don't, I can't decide if he's a good actor. He's done great movies. True Romance. Great. Fantastic movie. Written by Tarantino, directed by Tony Scott. Very good movie. Good movie. Uh, Mobsters, he plays Lucky Luciano. It's a good, I've seen it. It's a pretty good movie. Broken Arrow, bad movie, fun to watch. It is fun to watch. Um, Travolta's in Travolta, that. Schlater, they're in Utah. It's pretty good. I used to get that confused with Face Off. They're probably nothing similar, but well, they came out around the same time. It's funny you mentioned that. John Woo directed both. Really? And so then they, there you face go. Face Off is way better. Okay. Oh, Face Off is way 50 times. Face I think they came out like back-to-back -back years. It, it, both Tra Travolta. They did. They yeah, did. So. Uh, Broken Arrow was right after Face Off. Okay. And Face Off is an American classic. 
An American, <laughs> an American action movie classic. I love it. It's good. You can't convince me otherwise. Face off. Off. Face off. No more drugs for this man. Face to face. So if you haven't seen this, I highly recommend it. There was, uh, he was in a movie, it was Peter Berg's first directing uh, job. It's called Very Bad Things. It's an awesome movie. It's very strange. It's very out there. It's very dark. It's a comedy, but it's very dark. Uh, It's got a great cast. I really recommend watching it. That's Slater? Slater's in it. Slater's the most psycho person in it. It's, It's called Very Bad Things. Definitely watch it. It's Pete Berg's first movie. I highly recommend it. Uh, he's also in 3,000 Miles to Graceland. Again, an underrated oh, movie. Yeah, that is a good movie. With Kevin Costner. Another Costner. With Kevin Costner. Yeah. Another Costner vehicle. Uh, love that movie. Who's he in that movie? Uh, one of the Elvises. The guys okay. when they're robbing the casino. All right. I don't remember his name offhand. That was back when, um, oh, what's her face? Courtney Cox was not overly done up with the plastic surgery. Oh, God, when she looked like a human. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also underrated, Hard Rain. Great movie. Morgan Freeman. Morgan oh, Freeman. that is right. He's the bad guy in that. Christian Slater is kind of arguable. If he's yeah, he, he's, he's uh, okay. It's arguable. I don't think he's necessarily the bad. guy. He's kind he's, of bad. Yeah. And then he's uh, obviously uh, most recently most well known for Mr. Robot, that series with. Um, I haven't watched it. I haven't seen it. Ah, uh, the guy who plays Freddie Mercury. Rami Malek. Yeah, Rami Rami Malek. Yeah. Rami Malek. I don't know. How to say Rami Malek. Rami Malek. Is he American? Because that's important. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. I have no idea <laughs> on that one. I'm leaving that one alone. Yeah, I won't touch that one. I will say, though, Christian Slater has one of those faces that just looks like you can't trust that fucking guy. Like, he's, I like he's him. A, he's like a good a, actor. Yeah, smug baby face. Yeah, he's like a little swarmy, smug, smug little... Smug like, baby a, face is the best description of Christian Slater's face on record ever. Especially in this fucking movie with yeah. his British accent. Oh, he or, sucks or, in this movie. I I'm doing that in quotes, movie. his oh, British well, accent. He would have been a good joker. His first entrance to really, yeah, he would have been a good Joker. I don't know. He's got a face like the Joker. He's got a face. Uh, that's yeah. Well, so, I don't think he has the chops. He's got a pretty, Jared fucking Leto does. Fine job. <laughs> yeah, touche. Yeah. Well, he. I, I guess I'll. I'll date myself a little here. I'm a few years older than. That's narcissistic of you. You want to date table? yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were dating uh, at one point in time. But I remember him being kind of like the dreamy heartthrob in the '80s. So before during the, he became bigger, yeah. during he had, the true romance era, yeah. he was. He was. I think he was in Heather's. He was he? the yeah, Heather's. He was in he, Heather's. He was kind I of forgot in that about era. that one. Yeah, he yeah. was kind of in that era of um, '80s dreamboat. Yeah, that's why I think I, he has a smug baby face because I remember yeah. him because he was like on the those Heather's, teen magazines yeah. and all that. Yeah, from well, I didn't. I mean, I wasn't old enough to read in the eighties. At least the teen magazines. Yeah. I'll just say I'm not that old. <laughs> Everyone say their age on Mike right now. Thirty one. Thirty. Twenty nine. I'm not gonna say. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we we must have done Christian Slater in a, in a different years. pod because I remember talking about Heather's at one point. Did, did with Christian Slater? No, who else is in Heather's? There's other people. On a that lot movie. of broads. Winona Ryder. We probably had a chick from Heather's. Maybe. Yeah, that, that's probably true. No. Okay, that's and... That's a fucked up way to say it, I think. Moving on. I'm sure it was a different actor. Uh, Keenan, we're going to do net worths. Two chains! That's all I'm doing this time. Okay. Network, network. We're going to start with... We'll start with... We already did Cosner. We're not doing Cosner. He's worth a shit ton of money. It's it fine. It was like $500 billion or something. <laughs> yeah. Morgan Freeman. Oh, I hope he's worth some money. See, that's a good guess, I think. I, I'm going to be a little lower. I'll say 175. Okay. I'm just going with my heart and not my head, and I'm going to say 350. 350? 250. Oh. Chris was right, 100%. Undervalued. Uh, just shot from the hip on that one. Yeah. Way to go. Way to go, folks. $250 million, I would. I still think he's undervalued. That His voice and his, his acting is priceless. 
it's hard for me to say somebody that's worth two hundred and fifty million is should be given more money. That's not exactly what I'm saying, but I guess it is. He should be worth more <laughs> than a Kardashian. Yes, I yeah, agree with I'll that. Agree with yeah, that, the yeah. fact that uh, what's her face, the first woman billionaire or whatever. Kylie. Kylie Jenner. Technically fuck, Jenner Kardashian. Fuck that girl. All the same thing. Yeah. By the way, not the first female billionaire. What was it, though? Youngest? Youngest billionaire. Okay, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but she, 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 Oprah? Yeah. Wait, oh, 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 yeah. Chris yeah. in the Me Too movement here. No, I just, it pisses me off when they when they put her on the front of Forbes magazine and say she's the youngest billionaire. It's like, oh, because you had every fucking advantage ever to be a billionaire? It's like, oh, is it that hard? You had... I, I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll take pictures of my ass if I'm going to get a million dollars. I'll get off my high horse here, but that it just bothers me. Everyone's like, no, bro, she works really hard. Does she? Real bad reality takes. Does she? <laughs> I'm not sure she does. And anyway, so <laughs> moving, moving on. Moving on. Uh, Mary Elizabeth, Master of Toronto. That bitch ain't worth a million dollars. Or a billion dollars. Three million. Three. Okay. I'm going to say five. Yep. Uh, see, I was going to go five. I'm going to go seven then. You guys are way over. She's two, two million, and okay. I, I do think, I do think she's very undervalued. I don't. I think she's about where she deserves. Is she doing? TV she hasn't done a lot of now? shit recently. Is she in? Is she in like silver screen? Yeah, a lot of TV now. Okay. Uh, the Perfect Storm was the last feature film she did. Okay. Yeah. See, this whole are they over or undervalued? It's kind of like with athletes, but it's not with athletes. It's with people's acting talent. I like Calvin's take on it. It's like, have they had a drinking problem or not? Like, so she's <laughs> clearly had a drinking problem. It's really yeah. it's only it's, worth that much money. It's really refreshing to have people who just don't think like that. Uh, Calvin's <laughs> like, oh yeah, but like, does she have a drug problem? Is she drinking too much? Like, what? No. She's Why? Probably had drug in her hand. I'm really trying to refrain from talking over your your segment transitions to doing the swoosh. I appreciate that because he does the opposite. Yeah, but I enjoy it when he does it. And he enjoys it. I giggle them. every time he does it. See? Well, don't, don't encourage him. <laughs> well, Squad it's not like he's here anyways. We just watched him drive by on yeah, his pontoon Yeah, don't worry. He's boat. voting right now, so that's good. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, okay, Christian Slater. Ooh. So, I'm going to say 30 million. I'm going to say 10. Did you research... I didn't. You've gotten almost everyone right. I actually really didn't. Is he's he, worth thirty million on the nose. On the nose. You're shitting me. I'm. I would not shit on you. <laughs> well, that'd be, that's kind of. That'd be weird. What if oh, I gave yeah. you thirty million dollars? I actually, honestly, God, now it's now it's awkward. I did not um, research that. Uh, yeah. So I think he's appropriate, if not even overvalued, a little bit. I Ain't that a bitch? When they tell you to guess something, you guess it right, and they're like, "You cheated, motherfucker." Hey, well, it's weird because. <laughs> but it was all three. Yeah, three for three. Well, I know you no, got two. No, I did right. five. Instead of uh, three million. Oh, he threw us off on that one, guys. All right, I looked it online, and I actually would have thought that Christian Slater would have been. I figured Alan Rickman's net worth when he died. Oh yeah, we worth. we should do Rickman. But real to quick. Rob, that was just a supporting character. So, <laughs> no, I, 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 I so I'll admit I was I was wrong there. Slater is definitely more of a supporting character. Yeah, a hundred percent. He's just barely in it. Yeah. Why, why are we guessing his network? Well, I, okay, so you, you got to forgive me. I researched before I watch, and the first build, the first four build are usually who I do, and Slater's build before Rickman. I don't Probably, know. So, yeah, why? So that means his network may be higher. Oh, can't be. Harry then, Potter franchise. He's He had to make a boatload as Severus Snape. A boatload, eh? A boatload. A boatload. A boat. Okay, uh, Rickman, Allen, Rickman, Worth. Rickman. <laughs> ah, that hackman. These uh, Corona hard seltzers are not bad. I, they're they're not those are the only good bad, ones. Right? It's weird that they're not bad. I, the I white claws suck. The truly suck. Finishing the a the natural ring, light I was like, one. Ooh, this is going to be bad. 
Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Natterdays are fantastic. Natterdays are good. Yeah. Cherry things. No, thank you. Okay, uh, let's uh, guess <laughs> guess Rickman's net worth. I'm gonna say two fifty. Uh, I think that's high. I'll say seventy five. Seventy five. See, I'm gonna make him low. I'm gonna. I'll go forty million. Sixteen million. He's very undervalued. What? Well, he's also dead. I should have gone with my gut and put him less than Slater. <laughs> Could have been a little more. T- <laughs> I'm just saying. Awesome. He was undervalued at the time of his life. <laughs> I was really sad when I woke up that day in 20, I think it was 2018. He was young. Yeah. Oh, fuck, it's did, probably been he, longer than yeah. I thought, but yeah, I was sad when I saw that. But well, to be fair, in this do... movie, he is terrible. No, yeah. it's not his best performance. He's, he's almost the only thing I really like about this. Oh, like his performance, so he goes he's all so out, man. Over the top, he skips up and down every single one of those stairs. He he's got the 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 fucking statue of himself that he ends up putting the fucking <laughs> scar on to. Yeah. Did he have a cocaine problem in this movie? Because I could, if he had, if he was on cocaine, I'd be like, oh, I totally get it. So I think he's all right, up, Calvin. I think he's of that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Fuck you, Keenan. Of that. Uh, schooling where he did, I think it's very theatrical what he did here. Like he's he's doing stage. Play. He did a stage yes. performance on yeah. film. I, yeah. I agree with and that. And I I think that was it. Seems like it was encouraged in this film, but he comes up in that same definitely wasn't discouraged. <laughs> well, and after he did pass away, or after he passed away, I did kind of look up his biography, and that was his training. Yeah, it was like he was a a stage actor, I think. And I think he started acting later in his life, too. Oh, I could no. be wrong on all that. All those but. badass British actors like Helen Mirren and Judi Dench, they all started Patrick like, Stewart. Yeah, Shakespearean yeah. theater. And they're they're over-actors, and, and a lot of times they have to be reined in. And but I loved it. didn't rein him in. Oh, he was great. There's a part in this movie when he's got Christian Slater and everyone captured. It's after he's hired the Celts, and they're in the, the dungeon or whatever, and he's like, Hired thugs. Tell us what Robin is, or else he'll be hung. Or we'll find him anyway, and you'll be hung then too. I don't know. He, like he <laughs> and does they this did fucking the extreme close ups yeah, on the camera. All that. I, yeah, and maybe his performance is good because it looks like he doesn't know what he's going to say prior to saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just then get, it like, comes out like so. he's like there was a script, but he's just like I'm going to say what yeah, I feel in the moment. Like what yeah. does he say? What, and Emily, you said is your favorite part is like he's going to rip his heart, heart out, out with a spoon. With a yeah, spoon. rip his heart out with a spoon. And then he kills his cousins. At least I didn't use a spoon. See the guy of Grisbane thing when he was like, "But why a spoon, cousin?" Yeah, that I guy, liked that guy of Grisbane. Yeah, I couldn't under fucking stand him the whole time, but I liked him. And and that's terrible teeth in this movie. If All right, I, be, I, be, I can't yeah. stare at his teeth. Before we get too much into it, let's do specs and details oh, real sorry. quick. Skadoosh. All right, specs and details. Runtime 143 minutes. Too long. It was a little long. Actually, it was only that long. It went a little faster than I thought. Well, I got to the first hour, like I I took a pause, and it was an hour in. I was like, fuck, I only got an hour and 20 minutes left. You're going to be amazed how, how successful this movie was financially. Oh, I know. Uh, Emily will I not. Remember. She loves this music movie. Budget, budget $48 million, open at 25.6, grossed 165 domestically, $390 million globally. This movie. Holy hell. This movie this was movie. wildly what was the budget? Avengers of its time. The uh, budget was $48 million. It grossed Five. globally 309 It made like seven times its budget. This movie, I remember every day when my mom got home from work, we'd watch the news, and then Access Hollywood would come on afterwards, and she loved watching Access Hollywood. So well, who like doesn't? the news of the 90s. <laughs> Dude, I remember Access I remember Access Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. And... um. This movie was for like a solid year. They'd do little teasers for this movie when it was coming out. And I just remember as a really little kid seeing all these like on the scenes interviews and everything for this movie. During the making of this movie. During the making of this movie. And they pumped this movie up. Like this was was the big movie of the early 90s. It worked. 
I mean, this movie grossed a ton of money. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's 90s money, making like 400 or whatever. Right, so, right. so that's that would be successful now. Like yeah. wildly, yeah. wildly successful 30 years later. Yeah. They tried to do it with, uh, what's his name, Russell Crowe? They mm, made a yeah. Robin Hood movie. Oh, oh that I movie. Never saw that one. They also did it with Jamie Foxx and Taron Edgerton. Is and let me no. say that now. Besides Robin Hood, Men in Tights, right? this is my favorite Robin Hood movie I've seen. The Taron Edgerton can, one I didn't like. And the, you can, the bar's not high, but I would agree. But yeah. you can thank this movie for Robin Hood. For Men, Men in Tights. Yeah, exactly. Because it is the original Robin Hood Men in Tights. Men in Tights is a parody of not Robin Hood, but this Robin Hood movie. I'm glad you said that, Emily, because... None of us knew that before we watched it. I didn't know that. I knew this. I am so excited that nobody, none of the people at this table besides me who watched this movie religiously as a child with my sisters watched this movie before. And you guys all thought that Men in Tights was an original movie. Not, no. I, yeah, I thought it was, it was making ju- fun of something, but I didn't know it was like a direct rip. I thought it was just, just parodying Robin, Robin Hood in Hood general. Robin Hood in general, like, yeah. Like Blinken's the, like, <laughs> hey, Blinken. You, you mean you Duncan? Hey, Blinken or oh, hey, Blinken? No, this movie, I think they didn't even have to change some of the scenes. I think they probably just did a, a line-by-line read. <laughs> no no shit. They they movies. almost did at some certain <laughs> so times. So we need to know how much Robin Hood Men in Tights made. And it should also, that well, that's money a, should be counted. Tune into for. next week's episode. Yeah, we're, we're, do, we're, do, we're doing that one directly after this as a, as a thing. All right, so we'll move on to plot keywords. Uh, number one was projectile weapon. Number two was rob the rich, give to the poor. Number three, cult film. Number four, Muslim. And number five, crusades. Rob the rich, give to the poor sounds more like a, a tagline than a keyword search. But why wouldn't they just say bow and arrow instead of projectile weapon. It doesn't add up. It's, <laughs> it's a good point, yeah. I just, thought you were going to follow that with vomit for what it's worth. Like projectile, <laughs> I always think it follows by vomit. Well, and it, there was no bare breast or reference to sex or uh, Male, nudity, frontal nudity or any, anything. So that was, it was PG-13, so it makes sense. Taglines, here's your tagline, Keenan. All right. Sometimes the only way to hold up justice is to break the law. No, I don't like it. You don't like it? No. That's okay. Mm. Sometimes you got to rob... The hood. No, I steal from too. the rich and give to the needy. I take a wee percentage, but I'm not greedy. There you go. Hey, hey nanny, nanny, and a ho, ho, ho. That's from Shrek. <laughs> All right, and moving on. Skadoosh. Uh, Keenan, do you have a canopsis prepared? I've got something. Okay. And Cannabis Keenan, give us a version of what would be a canopsis. Well, like I was just saying, uh, take from the rich and give to the poor sounds like a tagline. So here we go. Take from the rich and give to the poor with Kevin Costner in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And that British accent that I just did is more than you will get from Kevin Costner in this fun retelling of the classic Robin of Loxley story. Morgan Freeman is here. So is Christian Slater. Oh, and Alan Rickman does a great job as the Sheriff of Nottingham. Hey, this might not be the best movie of all time, but it's certainly teeming with riches worth plundering. Whoa. Very nice. Voice transition in there is good. It was exactly what Costner did. You did about the equal distribution. You sound like you're from London. You can't take <laughs> you my place away like from me. From like, London. I'm serious. Like, don't do it. Wait, seriously. I'm, no, no, I'm not talking with a British accent, though. No, there was uh, a lot of arguments about whether or not Costner should do an accent. He insisted he wanted to, but um, the director was like, no, it's bad. Don't. To be fair, does, does he think he did do one? <laughs> no. Uh, well, so I think for some scenes, yes. Uh, because it does at some point, like, is he, he seems like he's trying to do one. At the no, beginning. Yes. At the beginning, he tries. It, but, yeah. I think it goes when, about 15 This is my land. He's, when he's just, they're yeah. on Hadrian's Wall walking yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. No, he was strictly told to not do one because it was bad. It was terrible. 
I actually got in a, I, I let my sisters know we watched this movie growing up regularly. And I, we were joking about his accent. And my younger sister and I were joking. My older sister was like, no, he's like Field of Dreams the whole time. She didn't even remember that he tried. He tried. He tried. He, he tries in the beginning. I, I was texting during the beginning of this movie. And I was like, is Costner trying to do a British accent? Because yes. who I was texting had seen it before it. She didn't remember, but, but yeah, no, it's, it's not. awful. Everything about it's kind of whitewashed anyway, though, because even, yeah. like, Morgan Freeman doesn't, like, they just communicate, like, two dudes hanging out, but I guess he's Muslim? Uh, yeah, he is. The, That's why he prays to the East. And, yeah, yeah he, he's, so, he's, yeah, so he's Muslim, but, like, nothing about him was Muslim. Um, I think a yeah. lot about him was Muslim. Yeah. Well, he Muslim had all that. Not how he acted. Not how, like, he dressed the, it. The century. Had, you know. No, and he had the sword. You know, he had the Arabian sword. I thought the same thing. Like, it's like Aladdin swords. <laughs> yeah, like, I like he, how they had him with like the, the telescope and shit he was using, though, and like the powder, because the, the, the Muslims were way more advanced scientifically than the English world was at that time. So it's very historically accurate in that sense that he had like the little shit that he was doing. Like that would have come from the Muslim world. Like with the telescope, when he's, and Robin Hood does the thing, he sticks out and then. He's like, how did you guys conquer Jerusalem? Like, Fair you don't question. Know shit that's going on. Yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah. Like, you think that's right in front of you? Yeah. I, I don't know. That, that's, I don't think that scene ages well, honestly. And he was looking to pray to the east at one point in time? Yeah, he's, which it's, direction it's, is the east? The sun's behind you. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. The sun I, was behind you, bud. Yeah. A good, a good Muslim would always him, yeah. know what direction <laughs> east is. I just think that I think they had some filming issues in this. There was actually a yeah. few times I was watching that seemed like the background characters weren't quite ready for the film to start, and they were still doing their own thing, and then they were like, oh, we're supposed oh. to be on, on the scene. <laughs> oh, I'm a what? peasant now. <laughs> oh. On that note, assalamu alaikum, motherfuckers. Skadoosh. It's now the time for the Real Buzz Rundown, the portion of the podcast where we say what we like, what we dislike, what we change, what we wouldn't change, give me anything and everything. I will start with Emily, and we'll go Emily to Chris to Keenan. Oh, boy. I have a lot to say on this because, like I said, I watched this movie a lot as a kid. I Calvin this one, so I don't have many notes. <laughs> I wasn't fairly prepared. So. You can you can bounce off mine because I'm sure I'll say some keywords. I'm going to start with That's what, I like what to hear. I'm going to start with the end, the very end of this movie. Okay. The credits. Oh, did you catch the song? Brian Adams. You know, it's weird. All right. We're going to have to wait Brian for Robbie Adams. to get back. Yeah, he's if, he's peeing. But the, yeah, I didn't know that this was part of that song. This movie has Look great score. Yeah. Like even the instrumentals through the movie. Just kill it. Yeah. Crush it. The opening, the opening instrumentals love. And they play that Brian Adams song like softly in the instrumental version through all the Robin and Maid Marian scenes. You know, it's funny is I, I totally did not know this Brian Adams song. And so Robbie, he you hadn't know that. No, I, I don't think I've heard that song. Maybe I have, but I did, it didn't it didn't settle really? or sit with me during the movie. So Robbie hadn't watched the last thirty minutes, so we watched it right before you guys got here, and that's the song in the credits. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Holy shit! I knew this was playing during the entire movie." Yeah. That that didn't hit they me. They softly at all. play it through the entire movie. Yeah. I I think, and he probably looked it up. Well, maybe he didn't. If he just I uh, yeah no this. Robbie, I you're gonna be upset. That you missed this I'm part. sorry. I started at the end of this movie, Rob. With Brian Uh-oh. Adams, just say just say it all over again. I just said let's the, act. Like I, I can edit it. it. Yeah, okay, just say it all over. All again. right, let's restart it. Um, can tell me it's not <laughs> worth fighting. This for. is why I'm talking. Yeah, <laughs> no. So so 
I'll, I'll start with the end of this. The music is great. Yeah. If you look, listen to the closing it's the, credits. Well, it's the, that, the first that, thing is the it's now the beginning of the uh, the Morgan Creek production deal. It's like da 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 yeah. da da. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's an amazing music through the entire movie, and then the wedding song of the early '90s, Brian Adams, "Everything I Do, I Do It for You," starts playing at the end. Which, if you came into this movie like you, Rob... But the overture has it, too. through every single Robin Hood and Maid Marian scene, they play like a subtle version of this I thought I was crazy. I told Keenan, like, dude, they played this in the overture, and it's definitely Brian Adams. Maybe that's how much I didn't pay attention to it during that time, because I wasn't even paying attention to the music... When, oh, like, Chris him and Maiden. I'll, I'll say Chris hates this movie. I tried to make him watch this movie when we first started dating. I heard you had to watch it twice. He, I've, I've he seen it now twice. grudgingly watched it both times. And I just laughed hysterically through the first time, the, the second time especially. But I think it's a hilarious movie. I love this movie. We I enjoyed already, it. I'm not going to lie. We already talked about Kevin Costner's terrible accent. Um, even as a child watching this movie, I thought it was really funny that Azim... Morgan Freeman's character calls Costner Christian. Christian! Because he's referring to his religion and not his actual name. Um, for those who didn't pick that up, if you have watched No, the I, obviously. But it would have been funny if Kevin Costner Kevin was like, what's, yes, Muslim. <laughs> yes, Muslim. <laughs> but well, I mean, yes, dark warrior. I, I mean, like, even I, I'm so used to it now because I've seen this movie so many times that but I remember as a kid, like, thinking, he's going to call him Robin at some point in this movie. Like, he's just, he's going to refer to him by his name. He calls him Sadiq and Christian. Yeah. And um, I, I just love that. I thought it was really, really amusing as a kid, and I still think it's amusing. Um, we There are many scenes in this movie that my sisters and I recreated as children <laughs> growing up. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, one of them is the... Uh, the overdramatic sand angels that Kevin Costner does when he arrives oh. on shore in London. Oh, he he yeah. jumps out of the boat, and then he starts doing, like, the, the sand angels I, on the beach. I wrote this down, too. This is definitely Costner's most jovial character. Oh, yeah. Well, this, that... <laughs> That's probably a good way to put it. And to go back to Men in Tights, which we talk so much, it just makes so yeah. much sense in Men in Tights where he's, like, he just starts eating the sand yeah. when yeah. he gets there. Because yeah. <laughs> Kevin Costner's the, mouth. The, the jokes, totally... the meta jokes make so much more oh, sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. It What's weird is, when I was there, I had a hard time with that because he's probably wearing all this, like, heavy wool stuff in there, and I'm like... He's just ro- like I was like you're never gonna get that sand out of that. Yeah, you're gonna you're- <laughs> like like that's in your cloak forever now, dude. Um, so we we recreated that scene a lot growing up. Also, when um when Robin Hood and John Little, not Little John, as yeah. as we've discussed, uh, have their epic river fight scene. I can't bloody swim. That scene, yeah, yeah. I can't swim. I can't swim. Which <laughs> can't they swim. also yeah. do word for word in Men in Tights. I don't think they had to rewrite that scene at all. They, they call just... me Little John, but don't be fooled by my name. I'm actually quite big. <laughs> um, the going back to Christian Slater being kind of like a smug baby face. That song that he sings to Robin Hood when he's trying to cross the river and he gets. His oh yeah. yeah. Out from him with the rich me. man went. Uh, there was a rich man from Nottingham who tried to cross the river. That one. Yeah. What a dope. He slipped on a rope. Now look at him shiver. We used to push <laughs> each other off the dock as kids and sing that song. Oh, like, that's when funny. We were unexpected. Like you, you caught someone off guard and you just shoved him off the dock. And then you'd sing that too. And, and sing that stuff. song. Yeah. That's no, we loved stuff. this movie. Um, I I regularly remember my older sister screaming at us like with a spoon every time she'd grab a spoon out of the drawer i'm going to rip your heart out with a spoon <laughs> um it's quite that's gonna, gonna be quite the yeah the, the job oh yeah no it's because <laughs> like it's dull yeah. 
Because <laughs> um, it's dull, stupid. <laughs> so, uh, Why let's a see. Spoon, Just going, going back through here. I talked about this. Okay, the witch. We haven't gotten to the witch yet. Yeah. Yep. But oh, yeah. In, in Men in Tights, she's Latrine. Used to be shithouse. Used yep. to be shithouse. <laughs> I knew we were going to do that one. Um, but here, the witch and Alan Rickman, every single scene they have is so over the top. It's so good. It's insane. It's amazing. It's just bonkers I have I have questions about the relationship he has with the witch, exactly. Is she a motherly figure? Did they fuck? What was going... Because he, he really had some kind of an intimate relationship with this person. I don't know how. So he took... A lot of offense to her smacking Maiden Marion at the end. Yeah. Don't try to ruin anything in my life that's been pure. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. yeah. I can't um, do it with tra- all this racket. I'm trying to rape her here. I can't do with all this racket. How come performance anxiety wasn't one of the biggest? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> Stage fright. Stage fright. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I think that. Every every single scene that the witch and the sheriff of Nottingham are in together is amazing, and they do briefly say that he was raised by her. His his mother. Oh, passed okay. Away. So it's a motherly so, figure. So she okay. she mothered him, and it's it's always in the crux of this movie is he's able to get to his position that he is by accusing everyone else of worshiping the devil, when in fact his mother figure is a witch who worships the devil. That's a good point. So, And that was um, the funny thing about this this iteration of Robin Hood that I didn't quite understand. Uh, so everyone was accusing, like the whole story plot line where everyone's accusing his dad of being a devil worshiper. I, why? It was because at that time, the, the only pure thing you could be was a Christian. If you were anything but a, a Christian, you deserved oh. to so die. That, so in, that's why in, they were calling Morgan Freeman a, a savage or yes. a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Tech was a devil worshiper. Um, and going back... <laughs> no, he wasn't. Yeah, you remember that song now. Going back to the, the witch and Sheriff Nottingham, I think there's one scene um, when the you know rebel band forms in the Sherwood Forest that Alan Rickman comes in and he just grabs a knife and, and his witch mom's room and starts like stabbing at everything on a plate yeah and she just sits there and calmly looks at him and goes something vexes thee yeah i saw i read there's like what 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 ticked you off (laughs) well they were they were definitely linked together because uh from the when she spits in the shit at the beginning or whatever and it's Uh all the blood and she's like we're doomed like she's linking them together Uh right there with the we're doomed type thing she she said something about the the painted man yeah the painted man will kill us the guy with robin hood you got to kill him I mean, it's it's just she's amazing. Like yeah. she's an amazing addition to the movie. I loved it. No, she was great. She was great. Yeah, uh, I loved. I still laugh every time. Um, her eyes meets, are fucked up. Oh yeah, when she meets her untimely demise, Morgan Freeman punts her into a wall not once but twice. <laughs> right. So she kind of meets her untimely demise two times. Yeah. No. When like, he hits her with the sword the second time, though, he throws that. Yeah. She flies back. It, he just oh, hurls man. an Arabian sword at her. <laughs> yeah. It was like in the movies, if ah! shot with like a sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the sword hits her like a missile, and she flies seven feet back. Yes. The first I mean, time, all he did was stand there, and she ran onto it. Though, yeah, yeah. Ah! but he did. He did like shove her off the first. She, he yeah. he threw her into Ugh. a wall twice. He like punted her into a wall twice. Yeah, I mean, but the second one do? gets me every time I watch the movie. What doesn't make sense is that she somehow so. He stabs her, Morgan Freeman stabs her outside of the room, right? Mm-hmm. And Robin Hood goes through the window. Yep. And then she gets in the room somehow, and Morgan Freeman kicks open the door and then throws his sword. So somehow she got in the room from the hallway without doing the whole window fucking thing. We're just going to say. We're just going to go she, past oh, that. She's a witch, bro. She's a witch. She's a witch. Secret passageways, right? 
We're just yeah. gonna go with secret. She passive turned ways. me into a newt. Um, I got better. <laughs> I got better. <laughs> now you're going Monty Python. Right. She's a witch. How do She's you know? She's a witch. It? She turned me into a newt. I got better. I got better. Um, so like like I said, laugh every time Azim kills the witch yeah, for the second great. time. Um, and then kind of go back go back a little here and start talking about actual Robin Hood because all I've been talking about is Alan Rickman and Morgan Freeman because in in my opinion they're they're what makes this movie. I love everything about this movie, but I don't talk about Robin Hood much. And I realize that there are, there are a few things that Kevin Costner brought, Kevin, ugh, Kevin <laughs> Costner brought to this role. Got a little tongue tied there. Kevin Costner. <laughs> Kevin uh, Costner. His his arrow shooting. Once again, watched the Access Hollywood a lot growing up, and they made a big deal about how Kevin Costner put his spin on shooting the bow and arrow when he like licks the arrow, and then there's yeah, I you know he, he does the little arrow lick. He and does just, it on the well, quivers. And, and the ultimate it, shot at the end, the arrow is spinning. Everything spins in this movie. Every time Kevin Costner hits a rope in this movie, like when he's like swinging around on ropes, he's always spinning in a circle. So is there okay. some kind of a spinning theme that I, I haven't? Don't know. Okay. I and don't know. at the end, when the boy is uh, got the noose and he's uh, choking, yeah, he's hanging. He yeah. misses yeah. the first time. Yeah. And nobody acknowledges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be Robin Hood. <laughs> he just straight he misses, misses the first yeah. time. And, and, and nobody and everybody just clips like, oh, it, look doesn't at he? That. Yeah, yeah, he, he clips, clips it. it or he hits but it. Yeah. Yeah. But still, nobody noticed that. Like, oh, nobody saw that arrow. Well, what I notice like, is uh, whenever, so when it does descend into chaos. Speaking of him licking the bows and stuff, he whenever there's the two guys on horses, he like rips off, like bites off one of the quivers, which makes the things go yeah. fucking he knows split what shot, do, spray yeah. shot. I guess he's he's, right. a, he's a master what pr- what projectile objector. Yeah. Well, at first the, I the thought he was just licking him, but then that in that shot he totally bites one of the yep. fucking. Yep. Feathers off. He puts a spin on the bow and arrow. Puts a spin on the roll. Um, he also seemingly has a nude scene in this movie. But uh, there when, is when Kevin Costner butt going on. But I, I think I, I might be wrong. I don't think it's his butt because I think he had a stand in for this movie. You think he did a butt double? I think he did because I he may have done nudity and dances with wolves and then decided Haven't he seen it. wasn't. I saw Dances with Wolves a long, long, long time ago. It won Best in Picture in 1990. Why yeah. was he anti showing his butt? I don't know, but I think he got a butt double. But funny enough, I told my sister. I'd have a butt double. I'd have a butt double. I, I, I don't know. have a butt, so I would need one. Yeah. I, I told my sisters <laughs> I was watching this, or I was doing this podcast with you guys about this movie. And I asked if they had any commentary, and my little sister's only comment was, I got my first lady boner watching Kevin Costner in the bathing scene. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. No, and, yeah, and Marion yeah. is, like, all about it. Oh, yeah. And I was just watching Yeah, Marion's like, pervin' on him. Yeah, yeah pervin' on her heart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Marion and Sarah, her, her well, they're like, maid. They're, it's like Bull and the other guy, and they're like, don't go down there, don't go down there. But he's still so fucking far down yeah. there in that pond. It's like, you're not. I mean, you can't it's really gross. see. And she's yeah. just, yeah. like, vexed staring at him through oh, this yeah. waterfall. Oh, like, yeah. She was thirsty for that. That the ass. waterfall was a representation for Mary Elizabeth Master Oh, the waterfall um, <laughs> that'll be a hidden little joke in there. <laughs> and then I always love the scene about how he rubs manure all over himself when he's trying to sneak into the city during pre-execution. Yeah, that's good. And yeah. pretends to be blind. I always thought. I mean, the the pile of manure is literally steaming. It's steaming. It's a steaming <laughs> pile of shit. Yeah, and it's literally a steaming pile of shit. Um, it's gross. And then I guess other little snippets of the the movie that I always loved their treehouse village. Oh, it's great, right? Yeah, like half of Super it burns. awesome. It yeah, kind of, I was thinking about they California. They burn that mother down. Because <laughs> like, they actually lit like most of it on fire. Yeah. 
you know, it's like all the four yeah, from the arrows. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That yeah. Stuff like that. I was like, whoo, that could have gotten out of hand quick, you know? Because oh, yeah. Well, and also it kind of reminded me of like Swiss Family Robinson almost. I just tried to make Chris watch that movie for the first time. Couldn't He's never seen either. it. He hate. I mean, granted, it's like super animal cruelty uh, watching it as an adult. It's, it's not great now. No. Um, but yeah, never just, seen it. They had the, 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 it wasn't great then. It's on no. Disney Plus for viewers, <laughs> listeners that want animal to watch cruelty it. on Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> it is a Disney. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, sad to see that village burned down. What about the it was first really cool. time? Uh, and, and I'm, I'm hijacking your deal a little bit. The uh, when Robin shows up to Maid Marian's like place, or whatever, and the first gal comes out. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sarah, Sarah, and yeah. He's just Sarah, like, yeah. he's like, oh, I see. You know, time has treated you well, and it's like that awkward, like, oh, she's supposed to be like not. Not like, not gross. Yeah, like he's yeah. not happy about yeah. it. And well, and again, that also gives credence to the joke in um, Men in Tights, where she has that same character with the yeah. kind of the Princess Leia buns. It's like no sex ever, no sex before men. Like that was her whole thing. Yeah. But it was kind of funny. I was like, could you imagine being cast as like that person? Yeah, like you're like, like you need to be out as as the one that that uh, Kevin Costner looks at and is very underwhelmed. Yeah, he's like, no like, thanks. Like that, that, like he's not laying down his life. She wasn't as bad girl. as John Little's wife. Woof. Yeah, and John Little, like he wouldn't. He was a unit. He was a unit. That is on my notes too. When John John Little Whoa. comes on screen, like a, like a, he saw some package or. <laughs> no, like he's got some power. You like, saw his oh, unit. He he took down that entire uh, hangman station. <laughs> yeah, in one in one run. Don't let my name fool you. I'm yeah, actually quite I'm big. actually quite big. Uh, he also it, this iteration of uh, John Little, Little John. Uh, rem- he has a his voice reminded me of Mr. Krabs. I don't know why from just, SpongeBob. I'm, I'm just gonna say he's dreamy in this with the bright blue yeah, eyes. He's good looking, dude. He's a dreamy he, dude. You think he's dreamy? Yeah, he's okay. very, very, very gruff. He reminded me. See, I agree with you. He's a gruff guy. He looked out of place a little bit to me, just because I, I knew this movie was like early '90s, and he seemed and like he an actor from the '70s. Like yeah. he seemed like yeah. he was straight out of a seventies movie or some shit like that. I don't know what. Or if, like Donkey maybe his Kong hair or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if Donkey Kong was a human, that's yeah. the guy. Like it was. Him. He got a great smile though. Oh yeah, no, he was a dreamboat, total dreamboat. But he's got a gap in his teeth. He's kind of got the more. Yeah, he's got some fucked on. up teeth too. Why, They're British. Why are you saying stuff about gaps in their teeth when Keenan just admitted that he he loves his? I got a little one. He's got the Larry Fishburne gap. It's not as bad as Larry Fishburne. <laughs> doesn't count. If you can't see daylight through the both teeth, I can spit water through it though. Well, that's cool. That's weird. <laughs> Don't do that. Remember um, when people used to do that in like eighth grade? Fucking yeah, I assholes. Sounds like you did that. <laughs> no, I didn't because I didn't have the gap back then. It pissed me off. It developed later in life. That's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Is it, can I hear it again? Yeah, I should, I should fucking get braces again. Thanks a lot, Jonah Hill. Lots of spit in this movie, if you didn't notice. Dude! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keenan would not shut up about the spit in this that, movie. That executioner that spits on Christian Bale as he's about to chop his head off. It's like the last no, 30 Christian minutes. Slater. That was like or, an sorry, awkward... Christian Slater. <laughs> not Batman. Sorry. Christian, Batman. You know, it, it was hard for me. I called Christian Bale Christian Slater for the first few years he was big. Yeah, but the the spit. So you just yeah, said starts, that out loud. The like foamy bit when it, it starts with the ex- executioner being like, "There's always room for one more" or whatever, and there's the last spit, and then Alan Rickman's whole death is oh, just all mouth. Fest. Yes, slobber fist. <laughs> he died out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so there was that, and then they also, and I I think I kind of hit on this earlier a little interesting camera shots and angles here, like when you were talking about when Rickman gets right up in Christian Slater's face and they like do the extreme close up there and then there's also when you think robin hood has died after the big 
Celtic, was it the Celts? Yeah, it was yeah. when he after fell out of the tree. It, yeah, yeah. Fell, the Donkey Kong. And then he comes. Yeah. He it, comes does, it is like Donkey Kong. <laughs> when he comes over the hill and it's all through all that smoke and he's backlit with that big, like, floodlight. And he has, like, the big shadow of himself and then he walks through it. Just very, very dramatic yeah. camera shots. And then when he's shooting the actual arrow, the one he doesn't miss yeah. um, to save his. <laughs> Is that the, the spin, is that the spinning arrow? No, no, no. That's the spinning arrow okay, with yeah. the explosion in the background. Yes, so yeah. it's like exploding in the background and just really ridiculous but, camera but shots. The, but the the scene you're talking about is the hero resurgence scene. Yeah. It's it's you know you thought well, you know so you know uh, actively watching the movie the hero obviously isn't dead, but he's got to have a big resurgence scene where he comes back and that's 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 it, the hero resurgence it's scene. It's so yeah. over dramatic in this movie though, like with his shadow, <laughs> oh, it's crazy. with oh, his yeah. shadow being like ten times the size of him. And then I guess the the last thing I want to give a shout out to, and I still get like tickled every time I watch this movie, is Sean Mother Effin Connery. Yep, yeah. coming in end. as King Richard at the end might be the might be the maybe a top five cameo of all time. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, you yeah. really think he really? I, I'm telling you, man. Just I mean, he's did got you giggle presents, when did but... you giggle when he showed up? Yes. No, right. So once, like, so you you see this movie. It's full of pretty big actors, and at the end, Sean Connery just swings his dick at the end to be like, "Hey, I'm Sean Connery. <laughs> well, I'm at the end of this movie." And like, having having been used to men in tights, knowing that Patrick Stewart yeah, Patrick showed Stewart up at the end of that movie, it's like somebody's got to <laughs> randomly show up. Someone's going to be King Richard showing up, so, and it was Sean Connery. I was like. Oh, that's fucking awesome. That's James so you didn't Bond. know yeah. he was yeah. going to be in this movie at all? I had no idea. Was How old is Connery? Because Connery's pretty old in Oh, this. he's almost, I think, let me look. He's mid-80s, Dude, if no, not he's, 90. Yeah, he's old now. Wow. He, he, I, he, I literally think he's, he retired from acting 20 years ago. I I, oh, I will randomly Google Sean Connery like just because I'm <laughs> a huge him? James Bond fan and just to make sure he's still alive. See if there's any news out there about him. Wasn't that he's last? A, he's 89. Wasn't that Holy last movie shit. that he did he's with 89. Catherine Zeta-Jones? Entrapment. No, Entrapment yeah. was a good movie. That I, movie is good. I liked that. Movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. I remember the laser, laser scene. scene. Yes. <laughs> the last movie I remember was The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, was that after Entrapment? Oh yeah. I, I liked yeah. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I thought it was shit on too much. I don't think it's great. Yeah, I actually would like to see it again. It was during that time with like those Underworld and Van Helsing type movies that were coming out, and I feel like it fits in the. It honestly kind of late Bush years, early Obama years. Very (laughs) the Bush years. We all love the Bush years. (laughs) To me, the first Captain America movie gives a lot of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen vibes. I I I can kind of see that. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't like the first Captain America really that much. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Senior Foof. You're up. Were you done, Emily? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you done? Oh, I'm so sorry, Emily. <laughs> I just got cut off. I, no, I thought there. I heard you say Too you were done. Too fucking bad. No, you gotta, you gotta end with You know what, Emily? Why don't you shut your mouth? You're a woman. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to know because I honestly passively have watched this now twice. And uh, to my fault, not realizing... Uh, the place I guess it holds in Emily's heart <laughs> with her and her sisters, like with the wielding spoons at one another. Yeah, you're gonna children. have to go back and watch this a couple more times. Yeah, like huh? it sounds like this is gonna be a yearly occurrence in my life now, so I should probably get used to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, full disclosure, I was looking at wallpaper samples through a lot of the movie. <laughs> uh, sounds like it probably enhanced it, <laughs> en- enhanced the viewing experience. Yeah, it didn't make it worse, but um, well, the beginning title credits were kind of like tapestry wallpaper type scenes. You could have got some ideas from Did you that. Say you know? Tapestry? Do you mean tapestry? Tapestry. Mm. Tapestry. Not how I say it. 
But uh, is it tapestry? Definitely tapestry? tapestry. I think the British say, "Oh, it's my tapestry." Okay, we're not British. But anyway, it's the the sets are pretty awesome. Like even yeah. when it shows back up in England and they're on that big rock wall. Like yeah. the whole time, I was like, "Who's building this stuff?" The entire time. God. It was definitely a PG thirteen version of like Game of Thrones throughout the whole deal. Like kind of that world. No incest in this one, though. <laughs> that well, that's because it was PG thirteen. Yeah. There were, you know, yeah. um, incest is rated R. So Rob, I'm trying to go mega. I'm trying to make incest great again. <laughs> That'll make sense after you listen to last week's episode. Yeah, it will. <laughs> yeah, and I just didn't realize that it was literally Robin Hood Men in Tights throughout the same movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't realize. Did that not either. Um. Throughout it, I kept wanting to go. I said, hey, hey. I hey. said, hey, hey. hey. I said, hey, nani, nani, and a ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Those guys, all right, I'm going on record. Those guys are classically trained dancers. Yeah. They're very good dancers. They're, They're good men, dancers. men they, in tights. Yeah, they tight, tight tights. Tight tights. We roam through the, the, the bars looking for fights. fights. <laughs> yeah, we no. I, that next like week. Sissies. That's next week. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> next week. Uh, no, so it was just hard to go back to that. Alan Rickman is insane in this. Dude, he goes all out. He, he, he really turns it up. in this. He turns um, it up. And it's hard to tell if it's like good or bad. Like I just right. I don't know what they were going for. Over the top. Because it was it was very whitewashed, you know, for anything. And so it was, you know, just people are talking to each other like they're normal. You know, nobody had the accents, nobody had anything like that. Um I don't know. I don't yeah. know what to say about this movie. It's not my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's one it's one way of telling the Robin Hood story. It's, yeah, and then well, that's the thing is like all this stuff happened, and then like why did wh- how did he get the name Robin Hood? Like how did he go from Robin of Lock? So they kind of explained Robin that the Hood. They wanted to give or him a Robin name that sounded um, intimidating and bad, so that people would turn against him. Because if if he has a, a name that makes him seem menacing, the the public would not like him, and it didn't work. No, it didn't. Yeah, the uh, guy guy of Gisborne. Uh, he was he was like, should we call him raping Robin or something like that? And they, it definitely wasn't going. raping Robin, but it was <laughs> ravaging Robin. I it wasn't ravaging. It was something like that. If but it is raping Robin, is they're trying to give him a, a name. There is a scene yes. like Robbie's talking about. And uh, the what was that character's name you were just saying? Guy Grisbrand. Guy of Grisbane? Yeah, that guy is the ultimate. He's uh, the best like character acting scumbag I've ever met. He's he's so good at being the ultimate, like the just scummiest scumbag. Who's that? Guy of Grisbane. Uh, guy of Grisbane. Uh, it, um, his, cousin. Long, his cousin. His yeah. cousin. Yeah. Long yeah. Hair, yeah. He kills him after. Uh, the, yeah. He like gets he robbed. shows up and you're like, oh, yeah. this asshole. Like, right. You know, he's yeah. like immediately. He has a scumbag's face. You look at him and you're just like, that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. With and, his teeth and everything. Like, yeah. 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 That guy did a good job. He did. I'll give it. I'll give he it did do a great guy. job. Even though I couldn't fucking understand him. I'll get into that, though. <laughs> I'll let you get into it now because. Fuff, do you have anything else? Negative goes. All right. Laza Kenya. I don't have much. Uh, That's good because I have a lot. I've got my notes on my phone like Calvin. (laughs) I was going to say, maybe Uh, cut my section out and just let you and Emily get going to it. Well, I've already said that I don't like that Costner is not doing an English accent. If he was or was not, I don't know. But it's really funny with that joke in Men in Tights where he's like, because unlike some other Robin Hoods, I can do an English accent. Oh, that's so, so that's funny! Yeah. That joke is so much. I didn't even think about that. I, yeah. now, that joke okay, is so, so much funnier. Guess, Emily, we can watch Robin Hood Men in Tights. Such a now. good meta joke. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, "What gives you the right to do that?" Because unlike some other Robin Hoods, I can speak with an English accent. I would love to <laughs> oh. ask what Kevin Costner thinks of Men in Tights. Oh, he's got to hate it. I, you know, I no, think he's, he's probably all I bet. You think he can laugh at himself? I bet he embraces it. I feel like Kevin Costner doesn't laugh. I feel like he takes himself too seriously. I don't think so at all. This is why I, I think, think so I hate Kevin. I think I wouldn't like Kevin Costner outside of him acting, but he's a great actor. 
No, I think he'd be kind of cool. Uh, this Keenan, does have a douche vibe to me. Uh, I don't know why. Bill Simmons has a great podcast. It's predominantly a sports podcast, but he interviews Kevin Costner in depth, and it's really interesting. Okay, I, I need to listen li- to that. Listen to that. It's I really good. listen to that, too. Technically, Kevin Costner and I are fraternity brothers. I was only a fraternity my freshman year of college, and then I quit. What, what were you, a rammed a guy? Oh. <laughs> I was a Delta guy, yeah. Yeah, rammed a guy. Yeah. Data guy is what they used to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, because anyway. you're gay. Uh, yeah, that's what you're getting at. Uh, but and then I wrote down, I can clearly see men in tights so much in this fucking movie. Obviously, we've got through uh, Duncan is, and Azim, their little interaction, because in men in tights, Blinken and Achu have yeah. a lot of funny interactions. So whenever uh, Robin first goes into Marion's and he's like, curse the Saracens and the Moors. If it wasn't for them, Robin would have never left. Say, what kind of name is Azim anyway? And he's like, Morris. <laughs> <laughs> he gets all his face. Like, I thought that was really fucking funny. Uh, the telescope thing we talked about, I, I laughed out loud at that. Yeah, it, it was not executed probably that well, but he wraps up the telescope. He sees the guy there and starts pointing out the sword. I thought that shit was funny. No, it was good. It was, I mean, I, that scene doesn't age well for me, like I said earlier, because I, I think Kevin Costner is clearly not a fucking moron. Like it, it just it just he even if he did look through them like oh he knows they're not right there right yeah he's not a moron but it's I don't know it's, so I I thought this movie was going to be taking itself super seriously but it seems like it when doesn't. I watch this movie it, it just doesn't. doesn't you Alan Rickman doesn't take himself seriously in this Kevin no. Costner just looks like he's having fun like we talked about this is his most jovial semen role that he's ever done this movie would brightly it would have been a blast to be on set oh yeah, yeah. It's like you're just playing in like the the woods. You know, with all these big villages, do whatever, and like every now and then the camera's rolling. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was kind of like the wilderness retreats you'd go on in fucking middle school and stuff because yeah. they had all the bridges and the trees and all that shit. And it was good times. I I will say the very last line of the movie when Friar Tuck like leans into the camera and says something makes it it doesn't fit with the rest of the movie, and right? It, it's when he just, breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what's he doing? And go was, on and get on with it. More time for celebrations. Which is why I think. That that what to what Keenan was saying. I don't think this movie took itself overly seriously. No. I think it's it was a fun. Movie. It's supposed to be fun, and the breaking of the fourth wall kind of. And I don't have any Friar Tuck notes. So while we're talking about, it, shout out to Friar Tuck. That Hell actor yeah. was big in the nineties. Friar Tuck fucks was in, in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> Friar, Friar Tuck fucks. That guy with movie. the mole on his head. I, I, I don't know what his name out. is, but he was big back in the day. He it was starts in a lot out of as like a bad guy, but then they're like, "No, you should join our little he's not commune." Bad. He's just drunk and confused. He's a racist. Yeah, too. Friar Tuck he is the is hypnotist from Office Space. That more will kill her. The guy who hypnotizes like, the guy who hypnotizes Peter yeah. in Office Space and Every dies. Every day that you see me That's on, it. it's the worst day of my life. That's messed up. That's fucked up. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah. so shout out to that guy. Um, then we already talked about uh, the guy, uh, guy of Gisborne, but this I did write down ultimate here. Ultimate scumbag. I wrote that. My note is there is no fucking way I would have understood a thing guy says without subtitles because I watch these with subtitles. And at one point, whenever uh, Robin first goes to Marion's and then they kind of steal their horses or whatever, and he's like, No, she, she says they're stealing horses just I to. I cried in the person that breaks my Lux's head. <laughs> <laughs> I cried in the person that breaks my Lux's head. <laughs> It's just like fuck, man. I don't. I if that wasn't subtitles, I would have no idea what you just said. Oh, you gave him a little spoil too, didn't you? It's like God damn, man. So that guy goes fucking all out as well. Uh, shout uh-huh. out to guy. He just every fucking time. And then whenever right before he gets killed, he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm just so sorry. I fucked up, man. I fucked up. Gold gone. It's yeah. all gone. 
Well, and, and, dead. And, and that scene's, the way that scene's constructed, you know he's going to be murdered yeah. like five seconds. I actually kind of felt bad for him because he got duped so bad. Like he, he goes to, he's supposed to protect all that gold and then he sees the people on the road. He's like, come on, let's get him. And then Robin Hood just fucks him up with all his little secret traps and everything. He if comes he, back, just murdered. If he didn't have such a fucked up, like untrustworthy face, I would have felt worse for him. <laughs> but, real, but his face made it to where. Real quick, back to the two people on the road. Anyone else get like Lord of the Rings Hobbit vibes? Absolutely, from those two guys? they were yeah. they were Merry and Pippin. Yep. Yeah, they were one hundred percent. and Bull and Much, yeah. Much the Mar- Merry and Pippin. Yeah, left and right. Well, which one's left? Yeah, uh, is that fucking guy stupid? The one next to the right. Does he not know his left from his right? <laughs> no, yeah, clearly they don't. Because they, they don't. made a joke one about how them, they don't know numbers either. They no, they don't. But okay, he says I'm taking one. One of them says I'm taking one on the right. You take the one on the left. He goes, Well, which one's left? He goes, It's the one next to the right. And he goes, Well, which one's that? And he's like. I don't know. Let's just both take them. <laughs> oh, so they're both retarded. Yeah. I think okay. they're just oh. trying to... Whoa. Whoa. That was a hard R. Rob had to catch the... He, he caught the timing on that so he could edit it. <laughs> no, no. I, my screen was done. All right. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Edit out that hard uh-huh. R. I'll, I'll leave it in. They're both stupid, though. The, yeah, yeah, man. Just because someone's mentally... Just because someone's at a mental, a different mental capacity than you doesn't make them retarded. Well, with the anyway, I'm just gonna move on. With the telescope and the not knowing left from right, they're just not painting the Middle Ages English people as well, smart. At one point in time, uh, he's like, "There's only five of them," and uh, Azim's like, "There's 20." He's like, "Well, they don't know the difference anyway. They can't count." Yeah, they don't uh, really I do remember that. Yeah, bargain free. So that made the left and right thing, I think, better a little bit. But I thought that was funny. Um, I did not see the brothers, uh, Christian Slater and Robin Hood being brothers. I had no idea. In that the was last half hour of this movie, it got and, very and soap also, opera. I also didn't see the need for them to be brothers either. No, there wasn't. He's like, like yeah. "You're my brother, Robin." <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, Alan Rickman also has a funny throwaway line. It's when shit's starting to go down. I think it's around the time he says he's going to cancel Christmas and all that stuff. And he's walking through the hallways of the castle and he looks over, he's talking to someone. He's like, you do this, this, and this. And then he sees two chicks. He's like, you, my room, 1030, you, 1045, (laughs) bring a friend. friend. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote that down too. He literally wanted, he ordered three whores at the same time. He's like, you, you're the first one. You, you're the second one. And he was like 15 minutes later. I mean, yeah. Jesus. He doesn't know how to treat a lady. Can we not just at least give it a half hour? Yeah, he doesn't know how to treat <laughs> yeah. It's like, you, 15 minutes later, you, and bring a friend. Yeah. It's, all right. But that made me laugh my ass off at that point. I was like, Alan, at that point is when I was like, all right, Alan Rickman just gives no fucks in this movie. He's, so he's that's when Alan it. Rickman turned into Alan Dickman. Oh. Alan Rickman. Uh, oh, Alan Rickman's way better. <laughs> and then the last... Last note I have, because Robbie likes to bring it up for PG-13 movies, there was one use of the F word yep. in this movie. And and it didn't work at all. Mm-mm. Well, going back all the way to whatever, like, episode three of Real Buzz takes with uh, uh, Real or Big Trouble in Little China, Yeah, this might be my favorite use of the F word in PG-13, because it just didn't make sense. It's whenever they go over the catapult, and he's like, Christian Slater's like, fuck me, they cleared it. Like, I don't know. Just such a random like, use of it. You got one. But, use it wisely. Yeah. Fuck me. They cleared it. I, it. But honestly, this movie uses it more more wisely than most of the movies we've done. Yeah. Uh, well, no. It, it, it was a good use of it. Yeah. It was a way he would say it. Because in Big Trouble in Little China, when he's like, hollow, hollow, fuck it. And yeah. he rips it down. That's good fuck. My beef good with, fucks. My beef with their use of the word fuck is I don't think they even had that word back during these times. And he used it in a way that would be used like today. Like "fuck me" is a phrase that's used today. Yeah, and like no, think, that, the whole movie was that. Yeah, I I think the it. whole dialect it it, it 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 was brought to the 21st century. It wasn't. 
All right, so period it, so, specific at all. That's what I was saying. By maybe instead of saying whitewashed, that's what I was. It's even when Morgan Freeman and um, Kevin Costner interacting, they're just like two dudes in the twenty first. So in that regard, if they established it, then then it works. All right, fuck me, I cleared it. All right, that's my notes. <laughs> fuck me, I cleared it. <laughs> Skadoosh. All right. Um, By the way, hold on real quick before you start, Robs. I got text confirmation that that was Calvin we were talking about that drove by on the boat earlier. So, well, you, so yes, it's Kid, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I said, uh, Fourth pointed out your pontoon, and I noticed the captain was a guy in a tank top and a beanie, so we knew it was you. And he said, ha, 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 yep, wearing my buzz uniform, even off-duty. Didn't he say he honked? Yeah, he said he honked. Yeah. I didn't hear that. I so, didn't hear honk. Uh, at, at the very beginning, when they're eating um, the strange yellow coconut-shaped fruit, what is that? I was thinking the same thing when I rewatched this. <laughs> I think it's like passion fruit or something. Right? Okay, sure. Papaya. Maybe sure. it's papaya. Papaya. Lava. Papayas Mango. are like long. Well, it uh, was destroyed by the time they were eating it anyway. No. Why did you save me, Robin? I, I think we can agree that Rickman's an all-time villain. Oh, I'm, yeah. I mean, he's the original action movie villain. He's Hans Gruber. He was is this Hans pre Gruber. or post Hans Gruber? No, this was pre. This was post Hans Gruber. Uh, that, uh, Die Hard was 80-something. This is 91? This was 91. Okay. So Hans, he was Hans Gruber, and he was I mean, Severus Snape? Yeah. Yeah, he's the ultimate bad guy. Well, I mean, was Snape really a bad guy, though? That's, that's a whole other yeah, podcast. Yeah, that, that, that's a different think, podcast. That's a whole other podcast. Hans Gruber is pretty iconic. Yeah, but that and um, Snape very, and that. Very different characters. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that that's All true. All three very, very different characters. Well, he also has similar hairstyles with Severus Snape and oh, this guy. Oh, the hair in this movie yeah. was a phenomenal for the men. Yeah. The women was like ho-hum, but the men had like the great bouffant. Long locks. <laughs> they had Curly the, locks. The bouffant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the men in this movie did it for Emily. That is, we've, we figured that out. And her sisters, yeah. so I have even a, from a young age. I have a problem at the beginning when uh, there's a child that's running away from a uh, super creepy, um, not nice-looking dude. What's his Guy name? Guy of Grisbane. Yeah, Guy of Grisbane. And he climbs a tree, and the, he just says, cut it down. It's like, dude, that would take... <laughs> oh, and he's going with the axe. That yeah, would like take it. fucking hours. <laughs> The guy's got a hatchet, and he's like, all right. He just goes, he goes, cut it down. Like, you can just do it. No, it's like, no, man, that's going to take a fucking whole day. Which also, fun fact, they're using Irish wolfhounds. Yeah, I saw that. I did, the, the big Irish wolfhounds, which I think your brother has one it's now. Cousteau. My brother's Irish wolfhound's named Cousteau. Okay, so it is an Irish wolfhound, though. Yep. I, I thought so, because I was thinking, yep. I, saw, I was at um, Tipsy Taco the other night. I saw massive, huge dogs. I know people use them for um, farm dogs, farm dogs and hunting and stuff, but they're very docile. Yeah, most larger dogs are, like greyhounds. Very, very, very docile. docile. Okay, and um, oh, what do I have here? Oh, no, we already talked about that. Are talking about those English wolf dogs they have? Yeah. Irish. Irish wolf Irish, yeah, those fucking, they don't fuck around. All right, does Costner have a mullet in this movie? Yes. Yes. No. I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's so. It's almost a mullet, but is it a mullet? Yes. Look yes. at uh, Billy Ray circa this time. Oh, okay. Well, that's the, that's the ultimate mullet. He, he does has, not. Have, it's just compared to Billy longer Ray, longer in the back, but it could be receding in the front. So my favorite um, line of the entire movie might be when Duncan is. Uh, I, I can't remember who he's with, but he says, "Point me towards the danger." He's fucking blind, yeah. and like there's a battle going on. 
I think he's with Robin. He's like, Master Robin, point me towards but the danger. At the beginning that, of the movie. That seemed Men in Tights-esque. Yeah. I yes. think Blinken yeah. does say that in Men in Tights. Yeah. Well, because Blinken, there's a scene where Blinken just fights a pole the entire time. He whittles down <laughs> yeah, the yeah, pole. Yeah, he whittles yeah. down the whole, like, yeah, it's a, it's a I've beam. Seen, yeah. I've seen that movie a million fucking no, times. No, and I actually think And now you've seen it a million and one. Exactly. When, uh, when yeah. Duncan first came on the screen, I was wondering, because, okay, he's wandering around this house with the master just, like, strung up in a cage dead. And he doesn't know what's up, and I get it, he doesn't have eyes. But it's like, okay, how are you eating? It was also four you know, that, months that, later. That, that, we have to say, yeah. that wasn't going to last long, so Duncan was just wandering around, not knowing what to do. I thought that, yeah, I was wondering that too. Like, yeah, so, so who's, who's feeding Duncan? <laughs> that is a good question. Never answered. Yeah, he says, point me towards the danger, Hazim. I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready? Uh, I wrote down the ass slap was a nice touch. When was there an ass slap? He oh. slapped Maid Marion on the ass as he was stealing her horse. When they were stealing the stores. Oh, okay, yeah. He walks away and then boom. Which I, I will say, I had this in my notes, but I forgot it. Kind of the intro to Maid Marian is she's supposed to be like a badass sword oh, yeah, fighter, we should right? talk about that, yeah. Yeah? She's supposed to be a badass, right? She's yeah. protecting herself. And then at but the, the end of it, time, she's, she's just like, damsel. nope, not doing yeah. it. Yeah. She's a badass, strong female ass kicker in that one scene, and then she just goes back to being a damsel in distress. Yeah, and I, even as a little kid watching this movie, I remember being like, why, why aren't you defending yourself against yeah. the sheriff of Nottingham trying to knock you up after your forced marriage? Like, Because she kind of fucks Robin up. Yeah. At the at the beginning of that yeah. movie. Yeah. She does. She holds her own. And that he, never comes back. No. Yeah. It just, it happens once and, and never again. In that scene, I do like the, you'll never get me with my father's sword. And then he just like cuts his chin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's appropriate. I take you out with your father's sword yeah. as I killed him. It was something to that effect. Yeah. And then yeah. literally it's How, like he's got this uh, massive sword and then like sword. barely cuts his chin. I was like, okay. It just nicks him. But, know, it was, but like, it was supposed to be payback for when he got I him know, on the chin. but cheek. you just you wouldn't get cut in the chin with a sword, and it'd be like a, not a big deal. Yeah, I know it'd be bad. <laughs> yeah, that would split you open. Yeah. So the guy who plays the ultimate scumbag, who is Nottingham's cousin, his name is Michael Wincott, and he definitely plays the perfect unlikable scumbag. Yes. The guy of Gisborne. Yeah, he was in uh, yeah, movies. The guy of Gisborne. Uh, uh, the Crow. You. He was the uh, the antagonist in The Crow. Oh yeah, and also in I don't know if you, do you remember Along Came a Spider. It yeah, was Ashley it. Judd, Morgan Freeman, we, we Freeman. Great yeah. movie. Michael Great movie. Wincott is the guy who kidnaps the. Well, that's a good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Why is Little John normal sized? I don't like that. Uh, he he's was a little like, taller than the rest. Though. Yeah, he's not very. He's, he's pretty skinny. They made him look bigger. He's than not he was. right. So the whole his character is based on the entire joke that he's Little John because he's massive. But they call him Little John. That's why. That's why. That's why it's funny. Yeah. In this movie, he's just a regular sized dude named John Little. That was stupid. I wish they they ruined it. Yeah, like he's an above average. I didn't mind it. Hide. And yeah. I agree that like if you, if you cleaned him up, shaved him, gave him a haircut, he'd be quite handsome. I think he's handsome with the the beard with and the all hair. The beard and the gruff. Yeah. I mean, I don't even care though he can't swim in two a feet dream of water. Boat. I took it. That's to my be next over. note. Why is he walking around <laughs> the fucking river if he can't swim? That's a good point. <laughs> I think they had to have a way for like Robin to beat him, even though like he's supposed to be the physically stronger or yeah superior well, one. It comes around so well in Men in Tights because when Robin does knock him off, he's like, "All right, all right, I have you. Give me the necklace. All right, now just put your feet down." And he's like, <laughs> "You cheeky fuck!" <laughs> so, and do, when they're in the forest during the montage where they're preparing all the weapons, how are they forging swords in the forest? They 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 th- they have a they have a specific scene where they're throwing. They're like like putting swords 
in a sword receptacle. It's like, dude, how are you forging swords? <laughs> they steal them. Okay. Okay. We that's from fair. the rich okay, and give them the poor, yeah, and we make swords stolen. in the forest halls. But it. they're making swords. Uh, Rickman's making, making swords. Because he stole all the ironsmiths. He did. Yeah. He kidnapped them all, and he's making them work for him. Friar Tuck's a raging alcoholic. He's like, he just he was willing to fight everyone just to save all of the barrels of beer. Oh, yeah. And he was serious. He wasn't fucking around. He was just like, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, you, you, once you overmarch it, border, you get these barrels of beer. And, and then they, but then he somehow pulls Again, the he carriage doesn't have a British accent. The whole way through. Yeah. He pulls the carriage back to Donkey Kong land. Yeah, he pulls it by him. Yeah. But at the I think we've taken the friar far enough. But at the same time, don't mess with Friar Tuck because he will knock a priest out an effing window. Yeah, he will him. murder a priest. Yep. Yeah, murder a priest. He will murder a priest. Yeah, Here's uh, thirty pieces of silver for me to throw you out the fucking window. That like. was that was a nice biblical reference. The thirty pieces of silver. Uh, also, um, fucking, did Morgan Freeman perform a C-section when that when like John Little's wife was giving birth? What happened? He did something that he's used to seeing on horses, and he got the baby and the mother to survive, so whatever. See, this is when we need Caitlin here to give her, <laughs> her medical perspective. I'm not even sure that would Because he said helped. the baby hasn't turned, so maybe it was a C-section. So they I don't could know. do like a, no, because then mom wouldn't be like swinging on ropes the That's next true, day. yeah. Um, I think that he maybe like turned it himself. Like he Put maybe his had hand like, up there yeah. and just got in. Maybe a little bit. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Because Morgan his, Freeman I mean, comes his, out of the scene just is like well, shaking his arm off like, oh, God damn. Is, <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. He is wiping his hands off in a later scene. Okay. But then he like puts his hand on her head and then wipes his hands off. And I was like, dude, at least have the courtesy to wipe your hand before you touch her head. I did think it was funny because there's the. <laughs> yeah, especially with the coronavirus. Friar Tuck having the problem with uh, Azim the whole time saying he's a, a barbarian or whatever. But then after Azim delivers the baby and he's like, come on, my barbarian friend, let's open a barrel and see how we can help each other's lives. It is weird how <laughs> that it, he calls him. A, it's savage barbarian, something like that. It's it's a very offensive thing to call someone who you consider a friend. Yeah, but they again, do a with weird the, with job the historical of, making, of making Morgan Freeman an outsider, but an insider. It's a well, weird job. Yeah. Nobody really up. discriminates against him. They just call him. Are we still talking about how he made the baby come out or just in general? Because if he's if friends. he's an insider, he definitely got inside uh, her. Oh. <laughs> I was Anyways. wondering where you're going with that. Continue. Well, well, they definitely have Morgan Freeman's like big come together and overturn the sheriff of Nottingham speech right. that Morgan Freeman gives in the 30 the last I am crack. the walrus. I yeah, stand the by Robin Hood. You yeah. all should as well. Yeah, you that. want freedom? Fight for Robin Hood. It was it I don't was know why he talks like that now. <laughs> it was the it's brave is the braveheart scene. They could take our lies but they can't yeah. take our freedom. Not but it was good. like kind of an underwhelming well, yeah, definitely not yeah, yeah, it was yeah. kind of an <laughs> underwhelming uh, speech. A uh, couple more questions. Well, actually, here's a line I loved. I don't remember who said it, but someone said, I've never seen the breasts of a noblewoman. That was... Oh, a guard says that. that. It's one of the crooked Yeah, the guard uh, that... I've never seen the breasts of a noblewoman. Yeah, Yeah, that's when she's getting kidnapped, right? It's just under the assumption that noblewomen's breasts look different than regular women. Oh, that's your issue with that? I don't know. (laughs) Robbie, you got to study some history, man, though. The, the, The class differentials between... The peasant class and the noble class. So you're telling me peasant titties England. aren't as good as noble woman titties? Peasant people would think that they were different. Absolutely. Peasant people would be all about the noble titties. The nobles okay. all were like, we're divine from God. This is why we have so much money and all that oh, shit. Oh, okay. So. so noble titties were a big deal. 
But yeah, no, like it would have been. If I was that guy, I would want to see noble titties. The class distinctions were so much more real. It's not like saying, oh, you've got a million dollars, so your boobs are different than my middle class girlfriend's boobs. It's being like, hey, I'm the salt of the earth. So and it's you're a psychological like chosen thing. by God to yeah. live in this castle, so, so you probably have. So it's like titties. when you're sold the same shirt for $80 that you, they sell at TJ Maxx for 20 It's just, it's this the perception that it's better. If that's what you want to take out of what I just said, that's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with that. If that's how you want to explain class distinctions in the Middle Ages, then yes. That's that's exactly right. But we will, the guy with the crooked, the guard with the crooked nose piece, they brought him back around. He was, he's in that entire movie. Which is the guard with the crooked nose piece? The one that said the... Yeah, the oh, one he's the one that said it? Because when, Costner hit him in the face when he first escaped. Uh, and then, uh, not since... When they go. were trying to rob the church and stuff too, yeah. later on. And then when Nottingham he realized he let him go, he beat him up and he, he made his nose piece crooked. Did anyone uh. else catch after he beats him up, he gets his like cape stuck on something and it tears? I did. I did notice that. I don't that. think no, that. I missed that. That, that, yeah. that couldn't have been planned. It was just like, well, we're going to leave it in there. I Once definitely again, missed that. Stage theater. Like, yeah. I, I yeah. think it was all like, show just must like go we're going to put him in there and just see what happens. Rickman just falls down. Just I, bet you, well, I bet you the director was like, yes, that's awesome. Like, I Keep can, it. <laughs> keep it. Can you believe that we got that? So how did Duncan find his way back to the secret hideout after, like, he's a blind man, right? And, and everyone's like, oh, oh, who goes there? Oh, it's Duncan. He trusted it's the horse, man. It's a fucking blind man. He told the horse, I'm going to need your eyes tonight, my old friend. Did he say that? I'm yes. going to need your eyes <laughs> yep. tonight, my friend. He used his horse. And it, it may have been the sheriff of Nottingham's horse that Kevin Costner stole. So why? how does that horse know where They made it a huge horse. deal. It's a secret place. I don't know how the horse knew. I'll give you that. But Duncan... The horse knew, all right? <laughs> the horse knew. <laughs> I can't confirm on the horse. And because the l- then he makes her leave on a fucking lake, too. It's like, yeah. oh, you got to go on a lake so you don't know. I, it, uh, yeah. I'll get, it doesn't make much sense. but The last thing I have is, and I didn't realize Corpus Christi was a thing you do during prayers, but I thought it would be funny if... Yeah, so at the uh, it's kind of towards the end where the priest gives her rice and he goes, Corpus Christi. And I'm like, that'd be dope if they just said the names of Texas towns like every time you were... Like, like giving like Texarkana. Yeah, like anytime you're, anytime you're taking communion, just be like, Houston. <laughs> San Antonio. El, El Paso. Amarillo. <laughs> That's funny. College Station. Even Temple though, would th- work. Even though this would have predated those towns. No, I know. I, it's it's stupid. <laughs> but I, I was like, I, I didn't realize. She says Corpus Christi and she eats rice. I'm like, Corpus Christi? It's a fucking town in Texas. But then I realized that's actually a thing. It's called uh, <laughs> it's called Eucharist. When you take Eucharist, yeah, Eucharist. Yeah, no, that's what koala bears eat. <laughs> don't they? Eat? No, you're a Chris. <laughs> eucalyptus. Don't they? oh bamboo. Yeah, eucalyptus. You're no. <laughs> panda bears eat bamboo. Oh, well, oh koalas. Panda koala bears. bears eat eucalyptus. So eucalyptus does it come from a leaf? Then it is a leaf. Okay, that's cool. It's a tree. I'm gonna make With like leaf. a tree and leaf for this fucking podcast. Right? And, uh, <laughs> And moving on, what time is it, Keenan? It's time for Tipsy Trivia. That's a squeaker that time. All right, so Calvin likes the farts. I have to try to make a little fart sound between the pee breaks. No, he's on a boat right now. He doesn't say. Uh, So this is the portion of the podcast where we have five trivia-based questions from the film. If you guys get three of the five right, I shotgun and you don't. If you get less than three right, vice versa. Number one, true-false. Carrie Elwes, 
who portrayed Robin Hood in Robin Hood Men in Tights, turned down this role before it was offered to Costner. Can I say false? It's going to be like, false, but actually, no, his agent had it. Da, 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 da. But I'll just say false. That was Calvin Logic. It was, was Calvin. Calvin. That was Calvin Logic. It Shout out Calvin. to the listeners knowing the logic. Uh, but I'm going to say true. It was true. Oh. That's a real thing. Carrie Elwes turned this down, which which makes Men in Tights that much funnier. In it, full disclosure, I knew that answer before you asked oh, it. So boo. that's not... Uh, Maybe he actually wrote that movie because he was like, no, screw that. I didn't like that movie to begin with. This is what I read yeah. when I saw that script. Number two, over under nine. How many swords? Swords. Swords. S words. How many swords did Alan Rickman break uh, during the fighting scenes between him and Costner? Over under is nine. I'm going to say over because I want it to be over. I'm going to say under. I'm going to go under. Over. Ten. He broke ten swords. I'll take SWAT. It's SWAT. S-words. Uh, number <laughs> S-words, yes. Uh, number three, which of these actors turned down the role of Will Scarlet O'Era? O'Era. Was it A, Johnny Depp, B, Orlando Bloom, C, Robert Downey Jr., or D, Keanu Reeves? Orlando Bloom's out. Johnny Depp. A. Keenan? Fuck, see, I wanted to say Johnny Depp, but now I just kind of want to be contrarian to you assholes. Uh, I'm sorry, you're both lovely people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fuck. Yeah, Johnny Depp's my gut. It is. Johnny Depp. That's the correct All answer. Right. And right. he would have been a much better Will Scarlet, I will say. Will Scarlet was such a minor character in this movie, though. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Even, well, yeah. It, it seems like that would have been the perfect time for Johnny Depp in yeah. the early 90s yeah. to have had a small role like that. Johnny Depp would have done so much better. You're my brother. You're my brother. Uh, number four, true or false? Costner had some of Alan Rickman's scenes cut. Because he felt Alan Rickman was upstaging him. True. True. Gotta be true. True. It's 100% true. true. <laughs> Alan Rickman is a better actor than and, Kevin And Costner. honestly, I know, but I get Cosner feeling like, whoa, Rickman, <laughs> dial it back, bro. This is my movie, not yours. Yeah. I get it. Maybe uh, that's why he was so jovial. Yeah, well, how much did Costner get paid for this, right? Because didn't he get a bunch of shit in Waterworld like that, that rest well, of the so cast didn't get? He was a producer in Waterworld. He, oh, he okay. had flippers and gills. He invested he invested $20 million of his own money in Waterworld. <laughs> Very fucking And that true. was almost half of this movie's budget. Yeah. Uh, okay, number five, last one. Over under $1 million, how much did the studio, which would be Morgan Creek, pay for this script? Over under is a million. Over. Under. I'm going under. Okay, choose. Over or under? Under. Okay, under. Over. I'm going to say under. $1.2 million. Ooh. God damn it. Morgan Creek paid for this script. I still got three right. I got three right. I think I got three right, too. Yeah, I'm Fuck super... you, Robbie! I got the first two wrong. I'm super proud of you guys. Uh, I, I guess we're all shotgunning, though, anyway. Uh, well, yeah. Are you guys actually shotgunning? Or uh, well, we do. It's if, if we don't do it, it won't look good for the podcast. So yeah, <laughs> you guys well, don't have to. You you know, I to. called you out. You weren't doing it for a while. I uh, know. That's not very cool. There was... Uh, one of the last two episodes we did, because we recorded those right back to back, because I can't remember, so I can't remember which one. But I was like, should we cut out the shotgunning part? Because it just sounds like a lot of sucking. But then I was like, people give a shit if we don't shotgun. And based on that one I, time, I care. I Aaron care. Roberts gave a shit, too, when well, he showed up. Do you know Aaron Roberts? Uh, yes. <laughs> See, I don't know. I <laughs> no. did, I've never fucking met him before, I guess. He grew up out here. He's a cool guy. Yeah. He grew up, um, shit, uh... Like a half a mile away from here. I think his parents still probably live there. So for the listeners at home that never know what's going on during this time, we're just sitting here waiting to see if we're going to shotgun or not. See if Rob edits this out. 
Yeah, technically we don't have a shotgun, but I have I, I don't have a full beer, but I have like three quarters of one. I feel like we just need to do our our part to tell everyone yeah, at home what happens here. And me, shotgun. Um, I I mean I can shotgun if we want to. We shotgun. can finish our beer and let the or, or I, let the children go have, later. Oh, did I drink last week? I feel like that's a bad idea. Now, why, why is it in the Clorox bottle? Now, now Keenan's trying to offer me rum runners for those at why home who can't hear. That's what I said! Keenan's trying to give us what is your Conrad's rum Conrad's runners out of a Clorox bottle. I know, but why do you have this? Na- I mean, you used to work there. For, this oh, they, they started selling those. They bought empty jugs and started selling shit to go for the coronavirus. See, uh, uh, but I told you, it looks like a Clorox bottle. It, do- it absolutely. Have you? Oh no, we we've got nothing in cans. Okay, never mind. I'll be chugging. That's Here. actually pretty good. It's not bad, right? That's actually really good. Yeah. No, where's it's, Jazzy Beans? It's on Colburn, right by that nice yes. nursery. Northwest Missouri State. Oh yeah, that guy's fucking awesome. He's a bear cat. All right, yeah. uh, Kenya, let me know when you're ready. I'm, 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 we're not doing a traditional shotgun. You're chugging out of a Clorox bottle. I'm just doing a bottle. I mean, Chris and I can drink out of our beers. We're, we're gonna finish ours. I'm just not open. It's all you, man. Are you down on that, Keenan? No, no way. All of it. All of it. No way. Uh, we're, 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 some I, mean, I could. I'm, I dude, I'm could. messing with you. Don't do all but of it. I would be drunk. Don't, yeah, don't, don't do all of it. All right. Three, two, one. Seltzer waters are not something you can drink fast. Mm-mm. No, yeah. They give you no. the, they'll give you the hiccups, too, if you're not mm. careful. Rob just chugged a beer out of a bottle. I have a beer. The, these bottlenecks are not conducive no. to chugging. What time are we on? Uh, well, How long have we even been going? On, on this file, 45 minutes. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, we're going to be good then. No, no, I'll, 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 I'll trim it down, too. I yeah. talked for you a can, really long I time. I like the longer episodes. Yeah, longer episodes usually are better. I would cut my whole rendition of the movie out just because nope. I had nothing to say. Yeah, I'm you not, had yeah, stuff I'm, to I'm, say. I'm, I'm not going to. Turns out. Drinking buddies. If you want something cut out, Robbie won't cut it out for you. No, I'm not saying I'm, like, embarrassed <laughs> about it. It's just not good. All right. Uh, good. Drinking right. buddies. So this is the portion of the podcast where you pick a character from the film we watched that you would get irresponsibly drunk, shit-faced, shy with. Uh, Keenan, who's your drinking buddy? Friar Tuck. Okay. He, he's the only one drinking. That is true. He's got to have the good stuff, too. Yeah, and he seems to get fucking wasted. Could I'm- you just hop on Friar Tuck? Tuck's truck and <laughs> ride through the forest of yeah, Sherwood Forest. Save, fi- save Fire Tuck's truck three times fast. Fire Tuck's truck. Fire Tuck's truck. Fire Tuck's truck. You said Fire Tuck's truck all three times. Not Friar. You said Fire. Fuck. Fire Tuck's <laughs> truck. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, so. Uh, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Toy boat. Uh, uh, Chris, who's your drinking buddy? I'm going to say Alan Rickman. Nice. That's oh. good, yeah. Like it would be, it'd be a weird time. It yeah. Might, you, you might, <laughs> you might get a time. little handsy. Yeah, he's yeah, going to be all over the map. I mean, if you're trying to rape bitches, yeah. No, not trying to do that. But, if, <laughs> but he's, like, he's like stabbing ham on a plate, you know. Stabbing ham on a plate. <laughs> all right, so I'm conflicted on this one. I want to yeah. say Azim, but he doesn't drink, yeah. as we know. Uh, he mentions it many times. Many times. And then I want to say Friar Tuck, because you know you he's got the good stuff. Allah does not drink. permit it. But I feel like Little John would just be the the uh, best dude to get like hammed with. Yeah, John Little. Yeah, he's the leader of the people. Uh, I, yeah. I, I'm beginning to see why she's with me now. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't John? Doesn't he remind you of like a really skinny Hagrid? Yes. Oh, that's Hagrid. a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Harry Potter. Oh, Harry. Oh, I'm Hagrid. Anyways, you need to uh, read your potions books, Potter. That's my Snape. 
That wasn't very good. I know, I wasn't. It was not, not great. Mr. Potter. Yeah, stop doing it. It's uh, not good. <laughs> Keep going. You're getting better. Well, 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 Mr. Potter. It's terrible. No, no. That's not good. Do your Sean Connery, though. Oh, I don't. Uh, Robbie does. Yeah, I do the Sean Connery. Do your John well, you got to do Sean Connery because he's in the, he was in can, the movie. Can you say snakes? Like John Boyd. Oh, in this river can kill you, man. <laughs> oh, snakes on the river, man. There's a man why this river can kill you. <laughs> anyway. Uh, my drinking buddy is going to be... Um, you know, just because I feel bad for him, I'm, I'm going to drink with Will Scarlett. Oh, era. Oh, era. So he got the pity drink. Yes, he did. Okay. He did. Yeah, no. In the meantime, Rickman and I are just getting weird. <laughs> All right, and moving on to the last segment. Stabbing meat on plate. What'd you say? <laughs> Stabbing ham. Stabbing ham. Stabbing ham on plate. <laughs> oh, rotten fuck. Tomatoes over under. I will set the critics' Rotten Tomatoes rating of this at a 49%. I hope it's over. Oh, critics? No, I'll say under. It's critics. Critics, critics is 49, 49%. I'm still going to say over. For some reason, this movie did well. I'm going with my heart still over. 51%. Fuck. <laughs> it was actually 48.27. Yeah. Uh, audience. One of these times is going to be equal. I've guessed equal a couple times. No, because I, yeah, I did been. equal once to fuck with you guys, and that's why you started. I, I'm not yeah. doing that anymore. Equal. Uh, audience. Uh, I will set it as uh, 75%. Under. Under. I'm going with my heart over. 72%. It was under. Unfortunately. Wow, I did good on trivia. Like, and I nailed the celebrity. Yeah, the, 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 oh, the net worth. Yeah. And the IMDb was. I'm excited for this. Back to back 6.9, baby. That's right. Whoa. You think I did that on purpose? Because Robin Hood's getting his DS. That is funny that the last two movies we've done have been 6.9. And he's Ellen some P while it's- he's getting his DS. From all that While mistletoe, right? Some <laughs> What's that? From all the mistletoe. That's right. Actually, they, exactly. Oh yeah, from that, the that was kind of rapey too. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's actually what's guys? What, a, mistle, was, what are we talking? Was mistletoe, mistletoe like roofies? Because uh, it seems like I don't have to drug my women. Um, yeah. Yeah. Unclear. Like the um, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. Up and he's like pulling off a tree. And he's like, and he's smelling it. Yeah. And he's like, this is mistletoe. Like this used to get me in trouble with the ladies. With I got <laughs> laid so much because this little bastard. Yeah. Many a maiden lost their something. Yeah, he, he was said more, something about many a, a maiden lost their virtue. That's yes, that medieval uh, GHB. Yeah, <laughs> I take this medieval cap of GHB with Robin Hood with glee. What? Well, you know that Tech Nine song T Nine X. Yeah, I guess she told me to take this cap of GHB so I could possibly end my existence. On that note, thank you for listening. This was another <laughs> great episode of the Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz Crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. Uh, Chris, take us out. Bye bye. We are the Real Buzz Crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. This concludes our broadcast day. I'm on five pills and a cap of date rape. Yeah, I got on the record. Oh, thank you.